0: Help me welcome back to the show my dear friend and someone who I have incredible respect for, Dr. Marlene McMillan. Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show.
1: Oh, thank you. It's a joy to be here. I love your audience and just many blessings.
0: Many blessings to you, uh, Dr. Marlene. Now, Dr. Marlene, I, I want to get your opinion now Uh, to open our conversation and you're one of the show's favorite. Everybody is familiar with you, but let me open the conversation by asking you to respond to this question. How is it that we have been led to this place where we have given up such a large chunk of our Liberty?
1: Okay. That is a great beginning because naturally within everyone's heart all around the world people want liberty but they don't really know what it is they're seeking and so they'll accept freedom or they'll even accept benefits in exchange for what is inalienable boy i didn't say that right let's try (laughs) that again okay what is their right from god and inalienable right And so what we have going on is we have generations of people around the world that have been educated to accept tyranny as normal. And because we have been conditioned to that, see, one of the major things that I talk about is called the dialectic process. And this dialectic process is what social engineers use to get us to agree with their language, so we agree with their thought. So people were already programmed and accepting of the idea that we need someone else from the outside to tell us what to do. And we were programmed so that by education, by constant media, all these different things to do whatever... Someone who appears to be an authority over us tells us to do. So that's a that's a big subject, and I'd like to pursue it more.
0: Yeah, let's do that, Doc. Let's, let's let's do that right now. When you talk about the dialectic process, uh, folks, you hear catchphrases, and I, I warn you about this all the time when you hear phrases like the new normal. Doc, is that uh, a gateway to controlling uh, the process of the way you're going to be thinking? Because when when you attach new normal to it by a, an authoritarian type of figure, is that a way of shifting the dialectic or, or guiding the dialectic process?
1: right because their thinking is based in evolution it is they think in a paradigm meaning it's like a scale like when you get one of those surveys and it says do you you totally disagree do you kind of disagree are you neutral you know or do you really agree well what this is going on is a massive social psychology experiment to see how far people are on the pair. Sure. Uh-huh. What some would call a new world order, what some would just new normal is a redefinition or as the euphemism uh, for the new world order.
0: So, doctor, when we look at the effects, okay, so- Yeah. Go ahead. Doc, when we look at the effects of this Corona virus, you're saying to us that there is truly a method in the way this uh, has been handled, and it, perhaps even the way that it came up on us, which indicates that there might be something uh, behind the curtain that's a little bit more nefarious than we're seeing on the surface. Uh, clarify for us, talk to us.
1: Okay. All of these things are out in plain sight, and there's books written about this. But most people don't pay attention. And there's even a a man named Bernays who was used during World War II. And he wrote a book called Propaganda, and you can still buy it. And basically what they said then is the news... Could take three weeks it took three weeks 21 days and in 21 days they could change an enemy to a friend a friend to an enemy they could make people uh basically manipulate the masses and the masses would think they thought of it themselves wow now that's what we have going on now only with this constant Uh, news cycle where it's just changes so quickly i've actually watched some news presentations recently where in one clip there was a contradiction between what was said at the beginning of it and it all like this is really the truth and we're here to tell you how to how to think to the end of the clip where they say something that totally disagrees with what was said at the beginning And people have such short attention spans and are not used to realizing that vocabulary matters, words matter, and people cannot think past their vocabulary. And when you accept the language of this new uh, way of thinking, you have accepted its destination because every definition has a destination built into it.
0: Every definition has a destination built into a doc. That is one of the jewels that I have gotten from you that I use everywhere I go. And I tell people I, I do credit it uh, to you. And and let's talk about the definitions now. So we're seeing the changes of definitions. What then is the destination? Uh, Where are, what's the, why the plan? What's in the plan to change the definitions?
1: Okay, what's in the plan is so that people will become totally compliant and will not even hardly realize the loss of their liberty. See, even our freedom-loving organizations in the United States, they talk about freedom, not liberty. And the freedom is the uh, license even to do what's wrong. Freedom is all about me, and it's not about uh, me assuming responsibilities for others or, first of all, for myself. Liberty is the opportunity to do what's right. And with liberty, you have to assume responsibility. Well, that doesn't work for a tyrant. I mean, a tyrant doesn't want people who are self-governing and who want uh, understand liberty of conscience. A tyrant wants somebody who can't think for themselves and is programmed to relativism. So once you leave the idea that um, there's a plumb line and there's a plumb line of truth, And these are called the immutable laws of the universe. Once you forget that and start believing that all ideas are equal and go into this relativistic world, the world will go into chaos. And that chaos is what the tyrant wants to seize.
0: Wow, and folks, uh this is why I sit at her feet and i I listen to what she has to say because she says it in such a succinct way, and it is. Absolutely so, folks, if you look at the ingredients that have been put into place to bring us to where we are. Doctor, when we look at the young people in our society, we had began begun to see them soften long before uh, this had occurred on our college campuses and in our schools through our educational system. Uh, how long does it take to uh, put these young people on a course where this is this is who they are did uh, you, you mention tw- you mentioned three weeks or but it's taken much longer than that to change the direction has it not talk to us about that
1: well it, we're in generations right now we're going back to the 1960s with the culture war and uh the um change of morals And then you have to go back educationally, and we don't have time to do a whole lesson about Benjamin Bloom. But Benjamin Bloom uh, was a progressive educator whose books and methods – and I'm going to put an emphasis on methods. It's not about content. It's about the method – and, our, and I want to drop in here now that many people are awakening to, to homeschooling or considering homeschooling. And if you're going to homeschool, it's not just the content of the curriculum, it's the methodology. And they, you will have to tune in for more on my webinars or things to understand that. But what has happened over the generations is people have been programmed to think a certain way. And that's done through the language, and then through the methodology of getting everybody to go through the same process. And one of the biggest losses in this whole thing is thinking from cause to effect. And so one of the ways to restore liberty is to teach people once again to consider what are the consequences of this idea? So socialism sounds great until you realize that it's never worked. So if I'm coming to hire you and I want to hire a great salesperson and I say, wow, you're so wonderful. I want to hire you to promote my product. Now, it's never ever worked. No one's been able to figure out how it works. Everybody hates the product after they get it and wants rid of it. But for a while, you can make a lot of money selling it. Do you want to come do that?
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> no doubt about it. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. And Doc, that's a great way to—that's a great way to say it. I mean, you know, because you've made the money now, and so what? Who cares what happens to the people uh, after that? And that's exactly what you see in Cuba and and places like that, folks. That's exactly what you're seeing. My guest is, Doctor Marlene McMillan, Doc. I want you to stay with me through the break. But before we go to break, Doc, got about four minutes left in this segment. Tell everybody about uh, the fact fabulous webinar. Uh, let's let's promote your product here. That fabulous webinar called Why Liberty Matters. Tell us about it.
1: Okay. Well, every Wednesday night, we have thinking people from around the world who gather together, and we do it in a webinar format because I have a lot of slides I want people to see, and I really want you to learn to think and reason so we you find out about this at y, that's why that's w h y libertymatters.com and you put in your first name and email, and you'll get back a, web, uh, a welcome. But it kind of says, are you sure you want to communicate with these people? And you have to respond. And once you say yes, you get a real welcome, and you find out how to sign up for the webinars. And we have books and materials and recordings of past webinars and a massive amount of materials. So we have handouts that explain things. We come and do live events. But if people will really look for especially one book, and that book is called Mountains of Deceit. And when folks first get this book, now I'll I'll tell you now, it took me 20 years to write it. And if you have 20 years to figure it all out, then go for it. Otherwise, you pay $20 and you get the book. And the book is a language course in some ways but it's like your own book it becomes a an individual book for every person because every person's history and story and the things that have happened to them is different so this book is written to explain to you why did that person make you agree to their words why would they not accept you unless you spoke a certain way And it lays out the way this dialectic process, this language of deceit, is used in different areas of culture. So you get to find out about religion and the environment and government and law, business, media, all these different things. Economics. It has a family section and it has an education section and a lot of material for teachers about education. And about methods. And so the book, uh, there's nothing else like it. I don't say that because I'm the author, because it's really true. There isn't any other book like it. And if you can only get one book, that's the one you get. If you can get everything, then do. And you will find that getting plugged into people who are really thinking on a different plane. See, if you want different results, you have to change your thinking. You have to change who you hang around with. And right now there's an awakening going on that our past thinking has not prepared us for the future. And what I'm teaching will help you face your future in a way where you're not a victim, but you can be a victor.
0: Mountains of Deceit is the book Why Liberty Matters is the webinar. My special guest is my friend, Dr. Marlene McMillan. And we're going to continue with that dialectic process that's contained, explained, and contained in the book Mountains of Deceit. I want to know, and I'm going to ask Dr. McMillan when we come back, when did this mountain of deceit began to evolve? When did it push its way up From the ground into the lofty heights that we're seeing this deceit reach at this present time. I'm C.L. This is The C.L. Bryant Show. I want to thank you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on The C.L. Bryant Show. And... uh, Hey, don't you go anywhere. We're going to return with Dr. Marlene McMillan. And if you are traveling through Times Square, look up above Iconic Ripley's Believe It or Not. And the Red State Talk billboard will display the C.L. Bryant show every hour, 24 hours a day. I'll be right back. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed. do the best I can, always lend a helping hand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you so much for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge every hour, every two hours uh, to conversation. My special guest this hour has been Dr. Marlene McMillan who is the president, founder of the webinar every Wednesday night, Why Liberty Matters. She is the author of the amazing book Mountains of Deceit and that's where we want to continue our conversation right now and again dr. Marlene's going to tell you before she leaves us today uh, how to get in touch with her and how to bring her to a place near you and how you can engage uh, with the webinar uh, why liberty matters doctor when I left uh, Marlene when I left we were we were saying this we were saying this I ask you this question that if in fact you you come to a place where a mountain has uh, been formed, It it just didn't start off, I don't think, maybe as a mountain unless God created it that way. But when you're talking about these types of things that have political implications, let me ask you, where does, where did this mountain of deceit have its genesis?
1: Well, we could go way back to the garden, uh, but let's moving forward, let's come up to the 1920s and 30s with what's called the Frankfurt School. Now, I want to caution everybody, you need to know enough of what went wrong and how things happened to understand their magnitude, but you don't want to study the evil. where it consumes you and you become part of the problem and not part of the solution so what CL is asking me for here is how do we go forward so that we have we're sure-footed and we know how to move into the future and so you do have to understand from the past but a lot of people study history and never learn its lessons and that's really tragic. So when you look up the Frankfurt School and look up these thinkers that strategically were placed in strategic universities around the United States so that they could change the center of whether it be education or whatever. Uh, It was mostly education and psychology. But so they would train up as the next generation of professors and who would then train teachers who would go out and the teachers unwittingly would go out and promote these ideas. Well, now we're so far along that all teachers have been trained in this. So even our Christian curriculum, the church training curriculum, And anything that is almost all homeschool curriculum, except for a very few, have all been written by people trained in this dialectic process. So I have some materials about social engineering that I would love to make available to people. And what I want you to learn to listen for is the way... other people speak but the way you speak yourself because you have to see this in yourself first so the is and not we call it the language of is and not so it either is or it isn't it's right or it's wrong it's truth or it's a lie well that kind of thinking has almost been wiped away from our culture And then in order to move us toward a relativistic consensus building, all all ideas are equal, oh yes, all ideas are equal, except those ideas that say that some things are right and some things are wrong, that some things are true and some things aren't. So to move us along that way, we had to go through a time of using a language of questioning. So maybe, could it be confusion?
0: You know, Doc, when you um, was mentioning uh, is and not, the language of is and not, it took me back to uh, a moment in time when I was arguing with my girl cousin in our grandmother's kitchen, I was saying "is so," she was saying "is not." I "is so," <laughs> is not, and that was way back in the day. But there was truth in one of us, but there was not truth in both of us. And 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 and, and, and so that's what that's what she's saying to us, folks. That there's truth in, in, in some of and th- one of this, but it can't be truth in all. Of of this okay and and so doc is that the approach that uh, they've wiped out of the american mindset is so is not well talk to us
1: well you remember uh now we have so many people who have to be uh have explained to them about bill clinton saying it all depends on what is it but whoever defines is defines the Outcome determines the outcome of whatever the situation is. The thing is that Yahweh has already determined what is it. Now, George Orwell said in a time of universal deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. But what I'm finding is not just telling the truth, it's getting someone who wants to hear the truth. Because you can't do anything with it. You know, you can have somebody telling the truth, but what is important, folks, is that we become people who want to hear the truth, and that can be very, very painful.
0: In a time of deceit, telling the truth becomes a revolutionary act, and and when we look at uh, the deception, and Dr. And shed Light on the tool that's used through the media to uh, create a situation where telling the truth becomes revolutionary? Is it the media that creates that type of environment? How does that happen?
1: Okay, well, uh, another great quote from Machiavelli in The Prince, and he said, never attempt to win by force what can be won by deception. I have an article about social engineering, and in there I explain how language is used for deceit. And what you have going on is that you'll hear terms like uh, mind control, behavior modification, values clarification. You'll hear these words that very few people understand, and you don't have to know all the vocabulary to realize that if you're not a truth lover— The deceivers love deceit and they love getting you to believe that you thought of the idea yourself. So this is done very subtly, but it's mostly done through you coming into agreement with their definitions. Wow. So if we accept their definition, remember we're accepting the destination where that definition will take us. In fact, one more point here. Is that definitions are like many contracts. So when you agree with the definition, you've agreed with, in essence, a contract to the thinking that's behind that definition.
0: Wow. Is that why we have this derangement syndrome going on surrounding Donald John Trump? Is because so many people have bought into a definition of who he is, Doctor?
1: Well, it's done through groupthink. It's done to make people want to be part of the group and have the approval of the group more than standing on truth. This is why children now in school, very young, have all these group projects. They have all these group grades which I I absolutely hated when I was in school. We had very few group projects, but I figured out real young that Marlene did all the work and everybody else got the A. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, my point is that this group think has conditioned people to – want to think like everybody else even polls and surveys are used to manipulate people and make them think that they believe this when the way the poll or survey is worded you can predict how the people are going to respond sure then they yeah then they come back and say 90 percent of Americans believe that whatever yeah. you know dislike the president whatever they say well
0: wow, and- let me let me ask you this We're running out of time I got about four four minutes left or at least I want you to tell us again how to get in touch with you how to bring you to a, a city church synagogue near uh, us and uh, how to engage the webinar tell us one more time
1: Okay, you reach me through Y, that's W-H-Y, libertymatters.com. And in order to find out about our webinars, you have to enter your first name and the email, your best email address. And then when you get a response back, you have to respond to that. Then you'll find out how to get on the webinars. Come and join us. They're uh, at 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh but we have people stay up half the night in other parts of the world or get up real early in the morning or whatever. And um, right now, I will say we're starting a little bit earlier because of the massive use of the Internet to make sure everybody you know can get on. And then you also can write to us at contact. That's C-O-N-T-A-C-T at WhyLibertyMatters.com, but you have to have signed up in order for our system to respond.
0: Doc, you know I love having you on. It's great uh, talking to you again. I certainly hope that you're remaining safe, and uh, I pray God's blessings upon you, your ministry, and your mission uh, here in our great nation. Thank you for your friendship. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Again, thank you, Dr. Marlene McMillan, for being my special guest today. Thank you.